I still got Michigan, I can make it bounce. <laughs> Coming in now. Coming in right now. There's two drops of this song. I'm going to come into this one. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Fake Ass Radio Show on Podbean and Strange Label Forever. I am your host, Scav D. This show is brought to you by Modest Mix and Meister. It's also brought to you by the AirTag by Apple. Easily locate your wallet, your car keys, or that really pretty girl you saw at the grocery store yesterday using your phone's Bluetooth paired with the AirTag from Apple. Try it today. And uh, don't let that sweet little thing get away. Coming up in the hour, we got music from Ghostface Killer. Oh, shit. (laughs) And uh, so much more. I don't know who Ron's playing. I must introduce my co-host. He's the uh, Grover to my George. He's the uh, Harry to my Skip. Oh, we bad, motherfucker Jack. Shit, we bad. It's Rono, everybody. What up, Ron? Hello. What up, what up? How you feeling? I'm better. I'm better. You good? I, uh, yeah, I spent spent last week and part of this week getting over uh, a bad respiratory infection uh, temperature of over 102 for several days about four days so uh, yeah I will be uh, laboring a little bit through this through this episode I think you can do it yeah you'll yeah. be all right did you see uh, stir crazy Ron you ever seen stir crazy classic yeah, shit with richard pryor yep. and gene wilder yeah harry and skip harry yeah and skip, dude it's been, it's been a very very long time though i mean classic maybe i watched that shit in my 20s so i mean it's been a long time you're probably due for watching it uh again my friend perhaps last weekend probably would have been a good time to do it i literally did not move out of the recliner Oh, I wasn't sure why you thought last week it would be cool, but uh, I'm going to say, you know who directed that movie? Uh, Mel Gibson. No. Or not Mel Gibson, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> None other than Sidney Poitier, Ron. So uh, uh-uh. I'm thinking that you saying, I, I would have watched it last weekend, right? Whatever he, uh, or two weeks or whatever he no passed. No shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, Sidney Poitier. Who's the fucker that did uh, Blazing Saddles? That's Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. God damn it. That would have been a yeah, good man. guess. Yeah, yeah. See, uh, see I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a little little slow. Sidney Poitier. Yeah. yeah. Sidney no, Poitier. I did not know that. Wow. That, that's some knowledge right there. I'm good like damn. that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sidney Poitier, he also uh, directed Ghost Dad with uh, Bill Cosby. But uh, oh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we won't never, talk about that. I, I don't know if I ever really saw that movie. I, I know of it, but I didn't. 
I didn't watch it. It's abysmal. It's abysmal. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Needless to say, uh, after the release of that uh, horrible piece of shit, uh, our boy Sid never directed another film after that. So, uh, Uh, okay. R.I.P. Sid. Well, his legacy was already intact. So, I mean, it doesn't matter. Motherfuckers are dropping like flies already this year, man. Yeah, dude. Fucking uh, Meatloaf. Motherfucking Meatloaf is dead now. Yeah, uh, Dallas's own meatloaf. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Fucking, uh, I liked meatloaf. I, no uh, I wasn't a fan of his music. I mean, I think more people actually know him. Like, probably people a little bit younger than us uh, probably know him more from, like, Fight Club than anything. Yeah, I'd say Fight Club's one of those uh prime examples of uh meatloaf in terms of like his yeah. acting career and shit yeah and then maybe they got familiar with his music or something like that maybe maybe it was kind of like a like a queen thing like all of a sudden like people watched uh bohemian rhapsody like now my niece is like a huge fan of queen since like watching that movie i guess that would be like the closest thing to that okay yeah. i get it Right, so yeah. like so like he maybe he had like another generation of people like discovering his music based on something recent and even though it didn't have anything to do with his music. <laughs> I mean one can hope. Um Yeah, yeah. Fucking Weber Grill, you know what Weber is, right? Grill yeah, company. Yeah. yeah they mm-hmm. dumbass uh they they sent out a, a meatloaf recipe. Uh, shortly oh, after yeah, he died, yeah, yeah. meatloaf recipe email to all their subscribers, yeah, and not knowing what shit. happened to him, yeah, yeah, it, it pissed a few people off, man. Uh, yeah, a little yeah. ill-timed, uh, insensitive, uh, stupid-ass fucking <laughs> email and shit. Right, um, right. I've listened to meatloaf my whole life. To be perfectly honest with you, my pops, uh, he listened to Bad Out of Hell a lot. No, I remember when that came out. No, you debuted. don't. I remember the. Oh, uh, came no, out in like the 70s a, no there was like an album called bad out of hell 2 or something oh like yeah that, that was when it? we were like in middle school or something but uh, yeah yeah we were in middle school i remember the mtv premiere of that shit no no the original bad out of hell is, yeah 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 it's a fucking great album it really is have you ever heard it i have not it's a good album it's like one of those like rock opera type albums ron yeah it's like, which i'm not really into like, you don't like green day uh american idiot it's probably like my least favorite album really wow okay. yeah damn like I, right. okay so so like i liked it and i listened to it a lot when it came out but it's not something that i don't know i like things that kind of like stand alone okay. at times i've been listening to uh like no effects the decline like a lot lately for some reason i don't know i've just okay so fallen you, in love with that over you want again like an epic but sound? it's like 20 minutes but it almost seems like it stands alone so if i'm gonna go for like a 20 minute car ride i'll just pop it on i think you like a uh, meatloaf bad out of hell then but that's the thing though like it's like why i don't listen to rush 2112 very often <laughs> i'd rather listen to like moving pictures no, I like, think Bad Out of Hell is better than 2112. That's why I don't really listen to a lot of Queen either. And I know they've got like some great standalone hits or whatever, but like, you know, Night at the Opera or I get the greatness of it all. But, you know, I mean, sometimes, you know, I want something that's more bite sized that I can just okay. consume very quickly. 
instead of uh, having to make that sort of commitment to listening to it. But next time I go to work, I will pop it on and give it a listen. Yeah, we got a bigger appetite or you got to drive. Yeah, put on that fucking bat out of hell. It's good, man. Fucking meatloaf. He, uh... The meatloaf! (laughs) He was, uh... (laughs) He was, like... He was huge in the uh, late 70s in uh, both popularity and literal size. Uh, well, yeah, he's, that, a, he's a former football player. That guy was a big fat fuck, dude. Like, he was huge. Well, <laughs> so I listened to an interview uh, on the ticket here, and, you know, he was talking about his football career. And so he played in high school. I think he was from Irving. The meat- Somewhere, somewhere around, you know, Dallas, Fort Worth area. But then he actually played in college. I think he played at Texas Tech. Damn. So, I yeah. I know that. Yeah. So, I mean, he played for like, you know, a real football program. So he was a, a he was an offensive lineman. So he was a pretty big dude. That makes sense. I mean, to do that, he said he did weigh over 300 pounds. He was over 300 pounds uh, his senior year of high school. And going into college his freshman year. So, Ma, the meatloaf! Fuck! So, yeah, he was uh, quite the formidable size, but you had to be, you know, playing football. So, he might have been the first obese rock star, right? He had to have been. I can't think of anyone fatter than him before. Checker? Not in rock music then. The meatloaf! Oh. Yeah, I guess not in rock music. But, uh, yeah, we were already talking about his fucking, like, acting career and shit. Like, uh, the yeah. dudes uh, stayed relevant. Like he was a decent actor. He did, but then I think he got like, like he wasn't a very healthy person, and I think that kind of cut things short, probably for him a little bit. See, my thing is, I get pissed because like everybody cites like obvious movie examples and shit, like you know, Fight Club, you know, Sorry, well, Rock, yeah, <laughs> Wayne's World, uh, yeah, which yeah. isn't funny to me anymore. Uh, Ron, I don't know why Wayne's World is just not fucking funny to me anymore. But uh, that happens. Meatloaf was in a great, great Steve Martin movie called Leap of Faith. You ever seen that? I think I it's have. Great. He was like the wasn't he like the uh, bus driver televangelist? No, oh, Steve Martin is a televangelist. Yeah, Meatloaf plays their bus driver and shit. He's like a touring yeah. touring guy. He just sets up a yeah. uh, shop in different people's towns. And, and right, right, motherfuckers. but uh, yeah, meatloaf's and that shit, and yeah. uh, you can't forget him in his uh, great performance as young Jable's father in Tenacious D's Pick of Destiny. <laughs> the Pick of Destiny is awesome. He plays young Jack Black's dad at the beginning, and they uh, they do a duet together. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I am not aware of that. Oh, it's great, Ron. Yeah. Tenacious D, Pick of Destiny. Watch that fucking movie, man. Yeah, motherfuckers be pissing me off on social media with the uh, basic info about these motherfuckers and shit. Like, I gotta stay off Twitter because people are just way too simple on there and nobody knows shit about anybody. Like, I loved Louis Anderson's performance in Coming to America. Like, oh, yeah, that's the only Louis thing yeah, that motherfuckers know Louis Anderson from. Then that's all yeah. you saw about him on social media after he died and shit. Yeah, yeah. fucking Louis Anderson, he gone too. Yeah, like, I just loved him. He was so good in Coming to America. Like, 
motherfucker, shut had, the fuck like, up. such a minor role. Yeah. Like, motherfuckers like, piss me off yeah. and shit. Like, I dare motherfuckers to name one other movie that Louis Anderson was in, other than uh, Coming to America 2, uh, which I still haven't seen yet. Neither have I. Yeah. Nobody can. Nobody can name another fucking movie that Louis Anderson's in. Weak motherfuckers, man. I can fucking throw you at least two right now, right off the bat. He was the delivery guy in uh, Ferris Bueller, which is the funniest movie ever made. I'm going to say right now, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is the fucking funniest movie ever made. Uh, and it's because of shit like this. No, Louis Anderson, not, but... he's, he's a flower delivery guy, <laughs> right? Everyone thinks that Ferris is dying, so... Everybody right. in town is sending him like get well shit to his house, including uh, like a singing nurse prostitute <laughs> who likes to fuck. Right. Remember? Right. And right, so yeah, she's there yeah. doing her little sign. Louis standing there right behind her <laughs> while she's singing. He doesn't say a word, but it's the funniest scene <laughs> in the whole fucking movie. The nurse who likes to fuck. Yeah. Louis right there behind her. Yeah. Louis also did a, uh, a voice in uh, Robin Harris's classic cartoon Baby's kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. He's like a security guard. Yeah. Boy's security guard. Fucking Louie had his own cartoon yeah, good too. Call. Yeah. He did. He did. Yeah. Motherfucker. As I'm saying, motherfuckers are dumb. Nobody knows shit. Yeah. Oh, I liked him and coming to me. Yeah. Motherfucker had his own cartoon. I don't think a lot of people know that he was a super successful stand up comedian. Super. Yeah, yeah. He got big development deals. Big well, development yeah, deals. Yeah, but you're talking about people whose body of work. Well, no, and you can't even say that because, you know, uh, Louie had that, that newer television show what he played a, a, a woman or something like that. Or he was on Galifianakis' show, yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was good so on that. the main body of his work, what he came into notoriety for was, you know, in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Uh, early 90s, so. For Coming to America. Yeah. No, goddammit, it was fucking stand-up. He was a goddamn stand-up. Well, yeah, but I mean, like I said, you know, I mean, even even back then, though, like, I mean, if you're not familiar with his body of work, if it's not recent or something like that, then that's what you're going to be known for. I just think motherfuckers are dumb and don't know shit about shit, and uh, they should well, no, give I mean, the man it's, it's, his props. It's all current. His, it's all current. Had a cartoon and shit. But it's 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 like current shit. He was on TV all the time, too. Like, he was popping up on TV forever. He was the host of Family Feud for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was, uh... Winston, he was. He was Winston Churchill on an episode of Drunk History. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that one. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he was still working quite a bit. So, making appearances in all kinds of different things. He might have been the first obese stand-up comedian, too. God damn it. Like, no, Sam <laughs> Kennison was fat. Yeah, I guess you're right there. I was going to say, damn, these fucking fat guys are, are falling and the then, fuck out. Well, no, I mean, of course <laughs> there were other, you know, fat stand-up comedians. I know. I know. And no, he was, he was kind of old, man. Did you know that Louis Anderson was getting blackmailed at one point in his career? No, I did not. Yeah. He, um, he might have been a little gay. Right. Or, or at least he might have had some gay tendencies. Not that right. there's anything wrong that. with that. And, uh, you know, that. and in the late 90s, uh, might have possibly propositioned another guy who then uh, threatened to go to the papers with it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I don't think that would have been a big, such a big deal. When, when did this happen? In the late 90s. 
Oh, he would have been fine, right? Well, you would think. Wait, Andy Dick for a while, like, denied that he was gay, right? Like, that was his thing. Like, everyone was like, come on, dude, just come out. And he's like, no, I'm not gay. Yeah, but I don't think he had the development deals that Louis Anderson had and had going. What ended up happening was uh, not so lucky Louis had to pay this dude hush money so he could oh, keep wow. this career going. Yeah. Because he had a bunch well, of family shit going, family shows and shit. Uh, they eventually caught the guy. And, uh, you know, the yeah, story it was uh, Richard yeah. John Gordon. Is that the guy's name? Yeah. Uh, it happened at, at a casino in uh, 1993. <laughs> yeah. And between 97 and 98, Louis Anderson paid Gordon 100 grand in hush money. Yeah. Because he, uh, he feared that uh, the two family orientated uh, series that he was involved with yeah. would uh, end if people thought that he, he was gay. So, yeah. So, yeah. Caught his ass and. Uh... I don't think it really fucked up his career, though. Yeah. He was 68, so not that old. That's like 27 years for us. He still kept hosting that Family Feud after that shit, and which yeah. I never watched either. I didn't watch uh, Family Feud. I was a oh, classic, I did. Uh, classic concentration I liked Family guy. Feud. <laughs> I, still, I, I still watch Family Feud with uh, Steve Harvey. I think it's weird, man. Scantless comedians uh, blackmailed and weird shit, and uh, comedians yeah. like Louie. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, I guess there's a bunch of them. Who'd have thought? Who'd have fucking thought? Yeah, so, uh, and, yeah, uh, I, I, I missed that story. I didn't, I didn't know that, so. And uh, who'd have thought these fucking NFL playoffs would have uh, shaped up the way they did? Jesus fucking Christ, man. Fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> These dude. last few weekends have been wild, Ron. They have, but, okay, but you know... After watching these these games this week, this past week, both this this past week, both teams that ended up winning were basically getting their asses kicked, you know, for the entirety of at least the first half, and in the Rams' case, you know, into the fourth quarter, it's still pretty pretty crazy, and then. Patrick Mahomes just, I don't know what happened to him, but it, it it looked like he forgot how to play football for the entire second half. That's how so he looked the like whole Super Bowl last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about the game he played the week before against the Bills? The Bills are a good team. They've, they've got one of the top defenses in the league. He was great. He definitely pulled them through that game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That might have been the greatest game I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> game was yeah, fucking yeah, that awesome. Was, that was awesome. That what was is awesome. it like? Motherfuckers put up like 24 points in the last two minutes or some shit, right? And then yeah, going to yeah. overtime. Like, that's crazy when motherfuckers yeah. are scoring at will like that. Yeah, and then yeah. like the last awesome game that I saw before that was a Monday night game was fucking Chiefs Rams and Mahomes again. Motherfuckers are scoring at will, yeah. putting up 50 points. It was right. insane. That fucking overtime rule sucks, right? No, I don't mind it. Really? Dude, I think they got to change it. Football in general is geared toward offense now. Even in college, you literally can't play defense anymore. The way that the rules are based, defensive backs can't pressure wide receivers anymore. You know, the game's less physical. 
Right. Uh, you, you have to stop these great athletes without laying a hand on them at times. You know, especially, you know, some of these guys that, that are coming out, they're big, they're physical. You're not allowed to taunt them anymore. Yeah. You can't tell them to suck your dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so the rules are, are being geared toward offense. And you know what? Stop somebody. Buffalo had 13 seconds. 13 seconds. And you basically allowed Patrick Mahomes to get in the field goal range with two plays. 13 seconds. Dude, Come it, was, on. it was insane. 13 seconds. So it was insane. I don't feel bad for you. Come on. Like, you're you're a top five defense, and, and you can't stop somebody from – no, it, it's just stupid. That overtime so, rule can fucking suck my balls and shit. They got to change this shit. No, I think they should, no. Uh, they should flip a coin and then choose who kicks a sudden death 53-yard field goal. More is not better. More is not better. Make it no. about special teams. There you go. No. It just have a, it, what? Just have it come down to kickers? That's stupid. Russell Even Wilson that's said terrible. that dumbass shit. That was his idea. They got to kick Even a, that's terrible. a 53-yard field goal. It's an 11-man game. Don't put it on one person. Fucking Bengals. Goddamn Bengals beating the Chiefs. Have yeah, you ever man. been to Cincinnati? I've just driven through it. I haven't really stayed there and visited. See, I have. I saw the heavy metal band Mudvayne there years ago. And um, my God, what a shithole city that is, man. I hate to say it. Is it? It really is. It's fucking gross, dude. Well, it's right there by like the Ohio River, right? I think so. I mean, it's like the last thing you see. And like, I think once you roll through it, like you're basically in Kentucky. Like Kentucky is like right on the other side, right? Yeah. I'll say this too. Rest in peace to uh, Howard Hessman. You know who Howard Hessman was, Ron? He no, was the, the star. The star of the classic TV show WKRP in Cincinnati back in the day. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We uh we like that motherfucker. We respect the uh fake ass radio shit on this show. So okay. uh we we pay our respects to him too. And that show, which is about a, a fictional radio station in Cincinnati, might actually be the best thing about Cincinnati. Up until now. Fucking right. Joe Burrow is the best thing about fucking Cincinnati. What a fucking quarterback, dude. He kills it. Cocky son of a bitch, dude. Do you hear that fucking question they asked him about his diamonds and shit, if they were fucking fake? And he's like, no, man, I'm rich. I don't need go. fucking fake diamonds. Fuck yeah. And yeah, yeah, dude. He's like, I'm rich, bitch. There you go. These, these shits is real, son. I like it. I like it. <laughs> and basically, big and dick basically energy. Like, yeah, dude. Like, basically, like, people were trying to, like, lambast him for it, dude. And he's like, nah, nah, I'm not having it. He's like, nah, yeah, my, my shit's real, son. Nah, dude. That's a white boy with some fucking <laughs> swag, dude. I was like, damn, that shit is gangster. But, anyways, dude. <laughs> Second year, they won two, three games last year, and now they're in the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. We've had to listen to this fucking narrative on Matthew Stafford <laughs> going to a bad franchise. You know what? Cincinnati has been just as shitty as a franchise, if not worse, than the Lions had. You know how long it had been since Cincinnati won a fucking playoff game? What, 91? 31 years. Yeah. A year longer than the fucking lines, but I gotta hear fucking people 
get all warm and fuzzy for fucking Matt Stafford. Watching yeah. Detroit fans lose their fucking minds because your former quarterback, you know, is in the Super Bowl. Look, you can be happy for him. That's fine. But you're fucking cheering for the fucking Rams and you're calling them the Detroit Rams. Fuck you. Oh, like, that's horrible. Yeah, dude. Fuck that. And, and you see, yeah, dude, like like people getting all like warm and <laughs> sentimental. Fuck that shit. I'm yeah. sorry. 12 years. All we asked for was one fucking playoff game. I got to hear people complain that Stafford had no fucking talent around him in Detroit. It couldn't win one fucking playoff game. Fuck that shit. His wife kind of a bitch too. Uh, oh, yeah, that's terrible Stafford. scab. That, that's <laughs> terrible scab. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying th- 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 it's so nauseating. I just canceled my sling. So I, I don't have to listen to fucking Dan Orlowski run around the fucking ESPN studio carrying his Stafford flag, calling everyone idiots. It's like, dude, he went to the best team in the fucking league. It's been driving me nuts all week. I got to listen to this shit. <laughs> but now I don't. I killed my uh, sling package. No more fucking ESPN. And Dan Orlowski, what a fucking boner, dude. It's almost a over. A guy who runs out, of, runs out of the fucking back of the end zone. I'm not listening to you. <laughs> it's almost over, Ron. But did you hear Kelly? Oh, we're going to come back to Detroit and celebrate. What the fuck are you celebrating? That's not a win for Detroit. No. That's ridiculous. That's just ridiculous right there. Jesus. But, but these fucking, these fans are so fucking beaten down. I don't know. Maybe it's some sort of fucking Stockholm syndrome or, yeah. or, or something like that. Like, like they're so fucking beaten down that they think it's a win for them. Stafford winning a Super Bowl is not a win for you, fucking dickhead. No, it's not. It's never Jesus. going to be. Yeah. It's and, never uh, going to be. That's not where Dude, my head is. There's no not going to be a fucking... Honolulu blue and silver fucking float with the fucking Super Bowl trophy rolling down Woodward, you dumb fucks. We're going to come back to Detroit? Yeah, we're going to come back to Detroit and celebrate. I didn't hear that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, because LA has no fucking fans. That's why their stadium gets taken over every fucking week. (laughs) Right? That's a beautiful (laughs) stadium. I would love to get a tour through there. I think it's like uh, 80 bucks or something like that. I heard tickets are, are ridiculous. $9,500 plus. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Super Bowl, what is it? 56? Yeah. Super Bowl 56 logo. It, it looks fucking blood drenched. Another thing. Why would you be wishing the best for the richest owner in the league, Stan Kroenke? The dude's fucking loaded. That's a $5 billion sports complex over there. This is all about money. And then this, during the game, did you notice that play clock hit zero how many fucking times and no delay a game was called? I think there was one. I do remember no, one No, there of were them. multiple. There were multiple ones. One so egregious, like Buck and Aikman were like, really? Normally, they're not that generous. Yeah. They were like, that was like two seconds after <laughs> that play clock hit zero. Yeah. So come on, man. There's yeah. some home cooking there. But we already knew this. We already knew that they were going to be probably one of the last four teams standing. And, you know, it's because it's Detroit. It's because it's the Lions. It's because God hates Detroit. This wouldn't happen to any other fucking city. It it really wouldn't. (laughs) That your fucking quarterback didn't do shit 
jack shit, didn't win a fucking goddamn thing in his first fucking season, he goes and wins a Super your Bowl. Your quarterback, your, your, yeah, your pitcher. Yeah. Well, Verlander at least got to the postseason. He did pitch in a World Series twice. This fucking asshole, all he had to do was win one game. What did he do? I think he threw for one touchdown and he had multiple interceptions with the division on the line. Nothing. We got nothing. Dude, I know everyone's going to talk, well, what about the, when he you know, finished the game with a dislocated shoulder? Dude, that's what you're paid to do. I'm sorry. That's what you're paid to do. But you still failed. You failed the fucking objective. Joe Burrow's in a fucking Super Bowl. Second year in the league. But like I said, it's Detroit. God hates Detroit. God hates the Lions mainly. Because you couldn't even write this shit. You couldn't even write a script like this of him leaving Detroit and then going to win a Super Bowl. It's so fucking outlandish, the idea of it. But you know what? It's probably going to happen just because, like I said, God cares nothing for the city of Detroit. <laughs> but you think everyone's going to be happy when he wins. So uh, that's God smiling down on this fucked up city in some fucked up weird way. You might be right. Yeah. But now we got to hear it. We got to hear uh, how great Stafford is. You know, I mean, I'm sorry. One year doesn't make up for 12 years of fucking misery. I'm sorry. You'll never win me with that shit. And there you go. There you go. I'm a Bengals fan this week and next week and uh, until the Super Bowl's over. <laughs> with its blood-drenched looking ass logo. Have you seen the right, logo? Right. Looks like uh, fucking Jason Voorhees, freaky Jason shit. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, Ron, you almost got the uh, Super Bowl there by you. Did you know that? If the uh, the COVID numbers got, oh, yeah, yeah, if they yeah. got any worse in the uh, City of Angels, they were going to fucking move the game to Arlington. You almost yeah, got another yeah. one. Well, I don't really care uh, because I'm not going because it's too fucking expensive. It's fucked up canceling shit and then having to go somewhere else and shit, man. You got tickets for uh, L.A. and then you got to fucking uh, now you got to go to Dallas and shit. Well, it wouldn't be the first time, you know, something moved from California to Texas. Speaking of canceling shit and going somewhere else, motherfuckers are, uh, they're, they're leaving Spotify in droves, I guess, uh, amid this whole Neil Young, Joe Rogan podcast thing. Uh, are they? Yeah. Like, their oh. stock last week fucking dipped crazy. Oh. Apparently $4 billion. Wow. Uh, fucking walked off the fucking board. Yeah, $4 billion. $4 billion wow. hit. I haven't been on Spotify for a minute. My dick is big, and I have money. <laughs> I've been using Tidal for a long time now. and uh, Plus, our show got kicked off over a year ago because we play copywritten music without permission. Um, yeah. <laughs> Spotify can suck my dick from here to across the street uh, for that shit to fuck them. But I don't know, man. I really don't know what I think about this whole Joe Rogan thing. Uh, I will say this. This is like one of those like touchy political type situations that like trigger people in this country now. And oh, this present time. What do you mean now? You mean since it's different since now. The beginning of time. It's uh, I think it's worse now, to be honest with you. Like if you didn't like want to see a chick in their bra like unmarried with children and shit you could just like 
You could change the channel. No, people complained all the time. People still complain. They've always been complaining. Uh, but no, I get what you're saying. It does seem to be, uh, you know, in this in this uh, information age, it, it seems to be more in your face. And it's probably because people are paying for the service too. Like, right? Like you don't have to listen to Rogan. Like you could just listen to something else for the time being and tune in later. You know, if you like they, married with children, like don't watch it. True, but they hitched their wagon to Joe Rogan. It was a music service, and then they kind of reeled him in to bring in subscribers. But then, you know, they were like, "Well, we're we're rolling with this guy, even though this is a music platform." Is that why everybody's pissed off? Well, I mean, there was a lot of music people pissed off when he got that deal. Their royalties paid to musicians is is quite paltry compared to title. Looking at their profit. You know, based on what musicians are getting, you know, I mean, people were pissed because, I mean, he got a, a, a boatload of money. So he's already not really popular uh, with a lot of musicians and, you know, because they just kind of rolled out the red carpet to, to Joe Rogan. And they're like, it's Joe fucking Rogan. Come on, man. Motherfuckers can change it. They can turn him off if they want. And like, True. my thing, too, is like, uh, motherfuckers making a whole production about it, too. True, That's but thing you know, I mean, me off. I'm with you, man. I don't get it. I don't really understand why people are so up in arms. I mean, I used to listen to Joe Rogan, but it just got more ridiculous. It just got more like bro-ish and really stupid. Him just saying dumb things and like people are like, yeah, yeah, bro. And, you know, I'd read the comments on his YouTube channel and they were just incels and and bros and like dudes me and you make fun of right and it's like really and he kind of caters to that audience so he's become like really bro-ish and uh yeah it's it's just gotten worse and worse but yeah i just stopped listening to it just because it got so ridiculous and then it's like three hours long i'm not gonna sit there and listen to no but you know i mean i think some of them were like four hours long or something like that I'm like, yeah, I'm just not going to listen to that. Keep it under 90 minutes. That's like easy. the fake-ass radio show. That's easy for you to say, Rod. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, people are uh, making a whole production of it on uh, social media, too. Like, they're taking screenshots of their shit. Like, I'm canceling. Canceling Spotify. I've canceled. You see my screenshot posted on Twitter? That's the kind of shit that pisses me off. Uh, I hate when people think that other people care about them. Well, I, I'm sure they want some sort of uh, hat on the back. Yeah. yeah Way well, to stand up for what we believe in. They're not getting it from me. Carhartt got canceled. Motherfuckers yeah. would rather freeze their asses off. <laughs> Fucking Rogan. Yeah, dude. You crazy, Joe Rogan. Ron, you're wild. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> yeah, like what what we're just gonna hate on Rogan? I mean he's you know, uh he's got that fucking great sketch on uh you know the, yeah. the Fear Factor on uh, the Chappelle show. He was the host of Fear Factor, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But no, I like You Joe can Rogan, change his you know? ass though. Like you can yeah. you know, if you don't want to listen to his ass, if yeah. you don't fucking agree with him, you think he's spreading misinformation, don't listen to him. 
You don't need to hear about the ivermectin or uh, whatever the fuck he's the horse dealer. Yeah, he's got people so twisted about man. You can listen yeah, to anything yeah. on there, right? There's there's a ton of other shit on there, and that's what's got me yeah. so fucked up. There's still a ton of other shit on there, except Neil Young. Well, I think uh, Neil has over a million monthly listeners, right? That's ridiculous. But he, so, I, uh, there's no way that he's a sole draw. Well, no. But there's but, not, I mean, but he's not the reason why motherfuckers are signing up for Spotify. Like, I want Neil. No. No way. Fucking but he, David Crosby but, and a bunch of other old motherfuckers have got music on there, too, man. Like, but, that's why people know, are signing up. We can do whatever we, you know, we can do whatever we want to. He can do whatever he wants to. Uh, you know, I mean, that's fine. If people want to leave a marketplace, if people don't want to, you know, purchase a product, uh, you know, I mean, they have their right. That's what I, I said. Mean, yeah. They have that, that right money involved now. Like, yeah, but I mean, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me either way. Do I think it's silly? Yeah. I can guarantee like any one of these yeah. motherfuckers that are leaving Spotify in the name of Neil Young have never heard an episode of Rogan. In their stupid lives, nor do they uh, want to research anything. Maybe I don't know. No, like I said, I stopped listening to Rogan just because it it wasn't fun anymore. Like it's fun when he has like um like musicians on there. Like I liked his Billy Corgan one, uh, James Hetfield. That was a cool one. And then like his shit with like comedians on there because they talk about like how they came up and shit. Like uh, Bill Burr on there is really good. But I haven't, you know, I haven't listened to Joe Rogan in a long time. Neil Young pulling all his tunes from Spotify, like, you know, like he's some soccer mom from fucking West Bloomfield. <laughs> like, it shouldn't be the reason why people are fucking canceling Spotify. The whole thing is weird to me. You know, like you said, maybe it's been going on for a long time now. Maybe everything is weird to me now. And, you know, this shit happens everywhere all the time now. Nowadays, it's, uh, it might be easier to you know take a stand and just have yeah. a bunch of fucking dumb thoughtless motherfuckers follow you uh, yeah like the carhartt boycott and if anybody would know it would probably be fucking neil young man that guy's been a fucking yeah. stinky fucking hippie fighting the good fight forever <laughs> now that guy so didn't he have like a failed fucking <laughs> streaming service himself or something like that or i think he tried something yeah yeah title fuck with title everybody but uh, I don't know. They don't, don't have know. the catalog. It's fine to me. I think it's great. But uh, anyways, yeah, Neil Young. He finally uh, he finally changed the world, and uh, <laughs> he he finally set this motherfucker on fire. I guess. Um, so great job, great job, Neil. I think Apple Music was actually throwing shade at Spotify on their platform after this whole shit. Like they put up a whole Neil Young <laughs> playlist. And shit like titled We Love Neil. Oh yeah. Just ball squeezing. So. Probably because I don't know anyone who uses Apple Music. I don't either. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to the fake ass radio show. At Dollar Tree, we know you want to see your hard-earned bucks stretch as far as it possibly can. That's why you shop here. So when we announce we soon be raising our prices to $1.25, 
we knew our loyal customers would be understandably shook by the news. But we're still here for you. That's why we at Dollar Tree now invite each and every customer to steal one item for every four items purchased. That's right. Put four items in your cart and one in your bag. Do that shit up. We don't give a fuck. You know how much they paying us to work here? Shit. We get it. The dollar store is dead. Plus, it's bad enough that 100% of the products sold in our stores are made from toxic Chinese materials, and your risk of cancer increases by 40% each time you step foot through our door. So raising our prices by 25% is really quite a fuck you. So our buy four, steal one offer is just our way of continuing to say thanks and keep you coming back. It's the least we can do. Buy four, steal one. Go it all now at Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree, a quarter more. This season on SEAL Team. And more on this season of CBS's SEAL Team. The cutting edge. There is no radio station kicks as much ass as you all do. Online and on your smartphone. Strangelabel.com. Gabron. Yeah, Dollar Tree. Uh, <laughs> it it took me a few minutes to actually figure out how many items you had to actually buy in order to steal one to get the same <laughs> price. Like it, I I worked that math for a minute. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I don't, I don't think you should admit that. This is why, uh, Ron. This is why I need a corporate accountant. <laughs> 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 That's why I need you around, Ron. That's why I keep you around. I'm kind of a fucking idiot, man. I feel like I have moments of genius, though. But uh, usually I'm I'm completely fucked. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> nah, I do all right. Anyways, right. Um, speaking of completely fucked, or hopefully not completely fucked, I think he's actually okay. Brett Postal. Wait, what? Yeah, formerly of Hot Butter Podcast. Now the voice behind uh, the Aggressive Whiskers podcast on Apple. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, he's doing. I like, wasn't aware of this. He's doing like a Rush Limbaugh type thing. Yeah, it's just him and a mic, and that's it. Just, just what him. do you mean a Rush Limbaugh kind of thing? Is it political? A little bit, a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's doing his Rush Limbaugh thing. I like it though. It's admirable. It really is. I like it. I listen to him, and uh, there's been times where I've kind of wanted to do the same thing by myself. I feel like I could do it. I feel like sometimes I'm prepared enough. I just okay. haven't yet. 
Ron keeps showing up, you know, so that's why I don't do the show by myself. Ron keeps showing up. But uh, yeah, Brett's doing his own thing now. But uh, he had anyways, to have asshole, fucking, you fucking asked me to do it. He had to have an eye surgery. <laughs> Brett, Brett had to have his uh, he had to have eye surgery. Uh, he, he fucked up his eyeball. Oh, Ron. really? Yeah, he was doing some some work and had something fly up and hit him in the eyeball. Oh. And his fucking his retina, I guess, has oh. been detached. Yeah, dude, that happened to my son. He got hit in the eye with a soccer ball. And his retina was detached? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they just go in there and fix it with a laser real quick. Well, God damn it, you make it sound like it's nothing, shit. It was nothing. Oh, well, all right. I mean, it happened when my son was maybe, what, 12? So maybe his healed easier. Maybe, you know, uh, since, you know, we got younger parts, uh, they were... Uh, more flexible, and uh, and and maybe it didn't do as much damage as you know whatever he was doing because he like he does like man shit, doesn't he? He like builds shit. He's doing some man shit. Yeah, yeah. The first doctor said that he was fine, and because he was still at a kind of a young age, he would be fine. But uh, oh, okay, no, he's been fucking milling around with a detached retina for months now, so. Uh, yeah, he's, oh, wow. he went, I don't know, what do you say, a laser? He went under the laser, I guess, and hopefully he's good. I don't know. I honestly don't yeah, know. Yeah, But. Well, that's what, you know, happened to my son. Yeah. But I don't, you know, depending on the severity of this, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, that's what they basically said, that the retina had detached. Okay. Um, due to the, 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 the impact of, the, the, of getting directly hit in the eye with a soccer ball. Well, hopefully Brett came through. Yeah. He can see. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Hopefully you're okay. <laughs> I mean, or I'm hopeful. Be a, I could see clearly now the rain is gone. Ooh, that would have worked. That would have worked. Well, goddamn it, shit. Uh, let's keep it going. Go long. Fuck it. I don't care. Last episode, I promised the lovely audience that uh, we do a top five this episode. And uh, I would never, ever, 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 ever lie, to, uh, <laughs> lie to my audience. I might lie to my girl, but uh, I would never, ever uh, lie to my audience. So uh, what do you say, Ron? You want to do a top five? Not really, but let's do it. Oh, fuck you. All right, Billboard Hot One Hundred. Top five songs for this week. Groundhog oh, Day, yeah. February 2nd. There is one catch, though. These songs are from 1975. This is what was going on the week of February 2nd, 1975. What's so special about 1975? Off the top of the head? Shit. There was a bunch of shit that happened in 75. What? The movie Jaws came out? If I'm not mistaken, SNL debuted the fucking Sex Pistols. 
was a lot of shit that happened in 75. Yeah, but why do I fucking care? There's about 10 motherfuckers in our audience that uh, were probably alive uh, when these songs came out. But hey, it is what it is. It's a blast from the past. I think it's interesting. February 2nd, 1975. Number five for this week. (laughs) You gotta know this one. It's the Bee Gees, or Oh, no. Average white band. Ooh, there you go, Rano. I actually saw them here in Arlington. They put on a free show. Average white band. Yeah, yeah. Bunch of Scottish motherfuckers. Yeah, I've seen them live. Yeah, definitely all white. The only black Scott died a few years ago. Rest in peace, Stuart. I remember my pops used to play these uh, guys for me back in the day. No, actually, it was a. Uh, there's a big uh, wine festival here called uh, Grape Fest in Grapevine. Actually, it's where uh, Post Malone is from. He's from Grapevine, and uh, Grapevine, Texas. Yeah, and uh, they they actually played there. Yeah, Tammy and I went and saw them. So yeah, they put on a great show. So. Yeah, it's from their second album. And uh, I remember the album cover. My pops played this shit for me. Uh, AWB uh, had the best title design, like the um, way better than that bloody Super Bowl 56 logo. Uh, <laughs> AWB, yeah, exactly. it, it, the W looked like a, a, a chick's butt cheeks. Like she's just sitting Very there nice. in the logo with her nice butt cheeks hanging out. Look at the cover of that shit, uh, AWB, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, it right. may be the fucking best logo for a band ever. Yeah, I'll drink to that. Average white boy right here. <laughs> Although I've had many ladies say I'm actually uh, above average. <laughs> above ab scab is uh, it's what right. one chick used to call me. Uh, very nice. Uh, Speaking of chicks, number four. You know this one? I don't know, Carly Simon? It's pretty close. Huh? Linda Ronstadt. Well, yeah, that's right. You're no good. Linda Ronsat, you're no good. 1975. Yeah, yeah. I know uh, this song. Yeah. yeah, a prime example of women being mean. Just bashing their old boyfriends and songs. Taylor Swift has made a career out of it. Yeah, and Adele is about to. Linda Ronsat was, uh, she's kind of cute back in the day. I'd be fine with being one of her exes, to be honest with you. I'd smash. I'd smash her and Emmy Lou Harris at the same time. Same damn time. I'd have tore shit up in the 70s, Ron. Probably have AIDS, too. (laughs) Yeah. This is actually a cover cover song, Ron. Uh, Dee Dee Warwick did this shit way back in the 60s. 
Oh, really? Way I back in the 60s. That. Yeah, in terms of when Linda Ronstadt started doing it, you know who uh, she was opening up for uh, the first night? She included this song in her set and closed with it. I do not. She's opened up for Neil Young. Oh, wow. Yep. Goddamn Linda oh, Ronstadt. Shit. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I'm full of info. Full of shit. <laughs> Wikipedia is saying that this fucking song went up to number one, but uh, Billboard themselves saying it uh, peaked at uh, number four. I'm going to go oh. with them and say uh, what they say. So uh, let's move it right along, though, and get into number three. And I don't think anybody knows this song. Wonder. Oh, you know that. Huh. I didn't know this one, Ron. Do you know the name of it? Uh, I'd have to hear it. I like to see you right across the floor. Damn, Ron. Every black person knows every Stevie Wonder song. <laughs> you mean, I've, been, I've been hearing Stevie Wonder, you know, ever since I've been in the womb. It's called Boogie on Reggae yeah, Woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, is this on Intervisions? Let me see here. I think so. It says uh, fulfillingness. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Billiness and Intervisions. I think Intervisions came out <laughs> after that. Uh, hey, dude, I have Intervisions on vinyl sitting back here. That song's in the key of life. Reggae women. Did you yeah. see any reggae women in Aruba, Rano? I did. Probably no good. Uh, I'm not going to comment. I like to Little Stevie Wonder. stars <laughs> Stevie Wonder is a musical genius. Yes, he is. Moffed. Moffed. Moffaka. Moffaka. Moffed. Yeah. That's classic, too. Jesus Christ. Uh, ha ha. Very funny, motherfucker. Ha uh, ha. Very funny, motherfucker. Let's get into number two. Ready for this one, Ron? All right. I think you're going to like it. this one. From 1975. Ohio players. Yep, yep. Fire. Ah. Fire. I like this one. Oh, yeah. It was in uh, NRPD Undercover. <laughs> do you Our, uh, uh, high school do, movie. Do you care? I, I was going to say, do you care to explain that? Like. Uh, <laughs> Explain that project. At, at one point uh, in Ron's life, he was a cable access star. That's right. In Ron, Clarkston, Ron, Ron was the black Garth <laughs> at one point. Uh, so, uh, what was this project that this song was included in? So it was uh, that project that we had to do for our words to film class. It was our final. And basically, we just had to come up with like a five-minute five-minute script or video or something like that so we just basically did a 
a uh, trailer of a black exploitation movie <laughs> called NRPD Undercover, and uh, it was based on you know uh, uh, on a cop on a cool ass cop with an afro and a bell bottom suit that my dad still had from like the fucking seventies that I was rocking, and. Uh, and yeah, man, uh, oh, shit, we had, a, we had a bunch of us in there. It was the funniest shit. It had all the stereotypes. Yeah, oh yeah. At and, the time. And yeah, it was, yeah, and it was just basically a stereotype uh, <laughs> of, uh, of different ethnicities, uh, including Asian and black. <laughs> Ron, and, Ron yeah. and the gang's black exploitation project. It was yes, so right. fucking funny. Right. I would kill to get this on YouTube. Oh, it was on YouTube, but the uh, due to copyright, the music is was taken off. See, we can have this music playing yeah, like, yeah. for us. I still have it on DVD. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they used to throw that shit on the cable access too. Yeah, yeah. And it would come on. I oh my god, it was the funniest shit. Like, look, it's Ron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know people used to recognize me at the bar and shit. Be like, dude, I saw you on TV. <laughs> oh my god! Like people dude. at my like people at my parents' church and shit. It was hilarious. Oh god, good times, fucking good times. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right, Jesus. Let's get to number one. This week, February second, nineteen seventy-five. Can you spot this one? Give me a minute. I couldn't. Strolling along country roads with my baby. It starts to rain, it begins to pour. No, but my wife would know. Neil Sedaka. Laughter in the rain. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know this one. Proving time and time again that uh, fucking white people just suck. Yeah. Their taste in music, man. They just ruined oh, hey, it. Hey, you know, I mean, we nailed number two and three. Yeah. <sighs> Came so close. And then the average white band, of course. So. Fucking, uh, yeah, this song's horrible. Neil Sedaka. Yeah, my, yeah, my wife listens to this Yacht Rock bullshit. She loves it. Oh, Carol. Yeah. I'm white as fuck. Painfully boring. My wife uh, probably knows that song word for word. <laughs> I would bet money on it. Just to listen to this one. <laughs> yeah, she'd know it. This is why. This is why I do these top fives, Ron. These blasts from the past. I feel like we fizzled out <laughs> at the end uh, with that last one. But uh, yeah, like you said, the other ones were pretty good, man. Eh, you can't win them all. Well, and, it's uh, 1975, so motherfuckers. Although, learn although from I don't know, man. And I, shit and if you if you throw out a top five any given year, there's gonna be at least like two bullshit songs in it, probably. probably maybe right. not in like ninety. Well, no, even like in '94, it'd probably be like Ace of Base. I don't mind Ace of Base though. Over Neil Sedaka, Jesus. Next top five is gonna have Ace of Base in it. So, dude, that's like, would you rather take it up the ass or? Blow a dude. 
those are your only two options with this top five like there's two songs in here where you're gonna have yeah. to either uh get fucked or blow somebody like it is what it is Fuck. so <laughs> It's a risk you take with 1975. Or oh, 1995. Jesus. Yeah. That's or top 1994 five. Top or fives. whatever year. Top fives, baby. That's There you no, go. There's got to be some really bad years. There you go. They're interesting, yeah. Ron. We'll do another yeah. one soon. Uh, yeah, top five. There you go. K. Scavy, Super Sounds of the 70s right there. Yeah, February 2nd, 1975. So. Ah, music for this week. Thinking music, more music. Fucking, uh, what do you say? Want to get it ours? Yes, sir. All right, let's go. And if music was the food of love, then I'd be a fat romantic slob. Music, it's my substitute for love. <laughs> oh, sing it, homie. All right, Ryan, play me something good. No. I'll play you something. Uh, I don't know if it's good or not. I like it. I trust but your judgment. Uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna go rock again this episode. A uh, band called Billy Talent. Have you heard of them? That's a negative. They're a Canadian band from uh, Mississauga, Ontario. They were uh, kind of like a pop punk, you know, kind of like a like a Living End. Do you remember that band? Yeah. Oh Living yeah. Living End. Yeah, so they kind of reminded me of them, but uh, they they kind of took a hiatus because uh, one of their band members ended up with multiple sclerosis. So yeah, MS uh, they is not good. Yeah, so they haven't done anything in a while, but uh, they're kind of a band that I, you know, recently, well, not recently, but like probably over the last year I discovered them, and they kind of missed, the, like it's kind of weird that I'd never heard of them, and I missed this gap of this band because they got pretty popular and uh i don't know i just missed it and so i started to listen to them and i started to really get into their catalog and i kind of like it so there's a song called fallen leaves that uh i'm gonna play for you guys and uh hopefully you guys like it as much as i do so uh here we go billy talent fake ass radio show scav rhino Just one more hit. 
They uh, they sound like scars on Broadway. Yeah, yeah, nice little, nice short and sweet. Get you going. Yeah, I like it. Big ass radio show, Scab Ron. What were they called? Billy Talent. Yeah, Fallen Leaves. Yeah, that's also, good I'm shit. Not- yeah, they sound like uh, you know, Darren Mal- is his name Malakian, Darren Malakian, that Armenian dude. I guess they're all yeah. Armenian dudes from uh, right. System of a Down. But uh, now of Scars on Broadway, yeah, I feel like you could listen to any song on either of the two Scars on Broadway albums and uh, kind of get that same vibe is what uh, yeah. was going on in that song there. I like it. Nice, warm guitar riff. Dig it. Yeah. Thanks, Ron. Nice, nice, edgy, buzzy guitars. That was good. I'm going right, to check those fuckers out. What do I got? You should. Shit. You should. I got a... Uh, Ghostface Killer. I'm uh, going to yeah, take us right. back. I don't know. I just want to play yeah, something old to Ghostface like the other day. Yeah. He's timeless. He's timeless. Oh, yeah, dude. And uh, like, I feel like every one of his albums has got uh, some kind of genius on it. Uh, there's always uh, a super high point on each one of his records. And uh, I'm going to play you my high point from his 2004 record, the Pretty Tony album. When the Pistons were tearing shit up, going to work. I'm going to play the best song off this record. And uh, I'll tell you, I think it's almost relevant to this day. Uh, Wait, this came out in 04? Yes, sir. You know what uh, album that I like, which I don't think a lot of people like, uh, was Bulletproof Wallets. <laughs> no, I didn't really care for that record. Dude, I liked it. You like that shit the, the same way that I like... Um, all the horrible movies that I like that nobody likes, like Sucker Punch. Yeah. yeah. You find ways to appreciate. But no, shit. that Maxine shit. <laughs> no, but that's not what I'm playing tonight. I'm playing off the album that came out after that one. Yeah, but that shit had like Raekwon on it and shit, dude. That shit was dope. I don't understand why people fucking hate it on that. <laughs> There's a lot of I think, I think somebody actually gave me that album. They were like, you know what? Fuck this Ghostface <laughs> album. You take it, Ron. I had to put on uh, Supreme Clientele immediately yeah. after uh, yeah. hearing that record uh, just to redeem Ghostface and uh, just him in my head. But uh, All right, which one you got, though? I'm going to play a deeper cut in the record called Be This Way. Knots on the beat. Knots worked with a bunch of motherfuckers, uh, including dudes from Detroit, uh, Royce to five nine included. Uh, again, I think the the message, uh, or if there's any message in this song, it's uh, it's relevant to this day still. So uh, yeah, be this way. Ghostface, pretty Tony album, big ass radio show, Scab Rano. Hey yo. Hey 
yo, what up, yo? What up, y'all? Yo, this that pretty Tony shit. It's like, yo, I know there's a lot of hoods and shit out there. A lot of niggas done got body. A lot of niggas done got raw this shit. You know what I mean? We love a lot of things in the hood. But time goes on. And if we don't change a lot of shit, shit always gonna be this way. And that's a motherfucking fact. Yo. Yo, yo. What do y'all turn my mic up in Big there? bag shit. You know what I mean? Tired of y'all motherfuckers and shit. One, two. Fuck around and clobber one of y'all motherfuckers, man. Yo, Spidey, put that reverse shit on. Come on. Yeah. Let's go. Stat nailing with the gangsters kill. Only place on the map they got the $30 bill. And we front like we got millions. Our specialty is how we willy niggas. That's how Buck brought the building and the police is pussy. They protect and serve. They connect with base heads. Then they frisk our birds. Smack DVDs blowing herb. I'm in the room boning these two white bitches. Ice bagging up work. That's how we get down. Fuck Vegas. The black Carlos Gambino rocking the wallows. Blow his dollars and Zeno. Spicy versus his jalapenos. Best believe when I'm in the big escalate, I'm sitting on Dino. Tone star, yeah, a poet's art. Kiss the girls and bake them pies. Clean up some of old dogs. This that real live dog shit you heard. Like 40 rounds today, okay, plus the shit is mad hot around the way. Niggas don't give a fuck with any time of day, or if he dying today, or can he find a way? Blow niggas over turf, bitches, dimes, and trays. Throw a nigga a jewel and watch him slide away. It's like that in the hood, he in a grind, he say. But what we trying to say is gonna be this way. It don't have to. It don't have to. My God! What big cabbage is static with that? Leads to bad habits. Drugs laying in builders with great big automatics. Animos in the hood is a fact. We can do magic. Splatter f***ers in lobbies. The heat burn off his eyelashes. Don't try to pass us back up or you receive something real tragic. Them hollows erase through your jacket. Semi-gangsters with weed tactics. Forensic scientists called in to display graphics. The scram twist backwards. They brain is clean. is left all over a face mattress. Bastard, we cock and squeeze after we leave our ratchets. We keep the hood crying for massive havoc. No tricks we take from silly rabbit show. Feed them leg carrots. Them little man is connected. They touch that fabric. The only thing that can stop them is that Teflon fashion. Maybe artillery's heavy like a bunch of fat chicks. Bow, ain't no coming back, bitch. Yo, they lick 40 rounds today. Okay, plus the shit is mad hot around the way. Niggas don't give a fuck with any time of day. Or if he dying today, or can he find a way? Blow niggas over turf, bitches, dimes, and trays. Throw a nigga a jewel and watch him slide away. It's like that in the hood, he in a grind, he say. But what we trying to say is gonna be this way. It don't have to. It don't have to. My God!
so gangster. Bringing it back yeah. to 2004, Ghostface Killer. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to have to revisit that Bulletproof Wallets. <laughs> yeah like i said that's like he's had some like on it like in his feelings and shit dude like i that's what i feel like i'm grown like, man shit is about yeah yeah now that i'm grown so, up maybe i'll yeah. i'll i'll get it more like he, he's got that joint with like carl thomas on there yeah that was like the radio hit yeah 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 i remember it all right we'll see we'll see i'll get into it let me find out you got some man around my kids. <laughs> I'm on it. I'll get yeah, back yeah, into yeah. it. Yeah, like I said, uh, didn't care for it when it first came out, but uh, I'll revisit. Talk about the, you talk about the bird niggas, man. Like, that shit is hilarious. <laughs> oh, absolutely revisit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good stuff, man. Ah, Love shit. me some ghost face. Well, I think that's about an episode right there. Do you got anything coming up, Rano? No, not really. Do you have a Super you know, Bowl uh, prediction? I don't know, man. I, I, you know, I mean, my head's telling me the Rams are going to win it. Yeah, like, we hope not. They look like they play in all three phases of the game. So defense, offense, special teams, yeah. you know, I mean, they look like a complete team. Well, who do you got? Same with you, man. Rams probably, but I like want my heart wants the bank. There you go. They say no. There you go. You got it. So head is telling me, you know, Rams. Any given Sunday though, man. Sun even shines on a dog's ass someday. So uh we'll see what happens and uh yeah. And it also shines on the city of Cincinnati every once in a while. And hopefully <laughs> oh, <laughs> hopefully February thirteenth. Is that day that it does. <laughs> Me too. I hope so too. I hope so too. God damn it. Shit. Uh, Rano, uh, any social medias? Where can the audience find you? Yes. At Ledwell Music on IG. I'm a copy of Twitter too. There's funny shit that I'm missing and some other sports shit that I'm missing. So I'll get that set up this week. Yeah. I show uh, you I got, shit all the time on Twitter. sick. It's great. I got mad sick this this past week, and so uh, my Aruba stuff didn't make it on there. But I swear it's gonna be on there. Yeah, show yeah. us some pics. Shit. Yeah, I was uh, I was laid up, man. Like I said, I didn't I didn't leave. Uh, you know, you know. So we got new couches and shit, and so you know, there are these big ass giant recliners on each side of them, and all throughout the middle, and it's a big sectional or whatever. Nice. I was just laid up in that motherfucker, uh, you know, with a hundred and two fever. So, uh, just, so yeah, man, just putting that disease all in the fucking couch, just early, <laughs> instilling. Well, it in they're there. they're they're nice and leather, so uh, you could just wipe that shit all off. Right, so. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little Windex where, and shit. Just just spray that shit on there. You good? And where can the good folks of the world find you on the interwebs i'm everywhere on there uh scav d short for scavenge detroit all right give me a google i said i was gonna do the drum and bass mix i'm thinking about shelving it and doing another uh hip-hop 101 okay <sighs> i just think i would rather do that i've been more into the hip-hop mode so i may bang one of those out within the next week as opposed to doing another drum and bass mix like i've been promising uh wow. we'll see i know i'm totally flipping the throw script that, throw that together that quick yeah 
Fucking A, yeah. I'm that motivated. I don't know. I don't know what it is. The heart wants what the heart wants, Ron. So, or uh, I'll do both. But I'm going to probably do another Hip Hop 101 first. Hip Hop 101 on Bandcamp. Scab D, short for Scab in Detroit. Check it out. Check out Volume 1, Volume 2. I got Volume 3. I'm going to do it. Look out for that one. Yeah. Fake Ass Radio Show also on social medias. Get us everywhere where we're at. Uh, Shit, Twitter, Facebook, IG, at Fake Ass Radio. Support the sponsors, the Meister, the Modest Mix, and uh, all that good shit. And uh, so with that, ah, bitch. You need to have this shit in a playlist. It is in a playlist. I got it. I have like five different playlists that I'm playing out of, though. (laughs) With that, I'm Scav. (laughs) And I'm Rhino. (laughs) This is the Big Ass Radio Show. Have a good night. Or morning. Or afternoon or morning drive. Whatever you're listening, we're glad that you are listening. Thank you so very, very, very much. Good day. Say goodbye, Rano. Goodbye, Rano. <laughs>